Hello. Hey, how are you guys? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. (laughs) Um, It is Saturday, September 17th, 2022. Welcome to another episode of Banter with Jabisa and Tracy or Banter with Tracy and Jabisa. Okay. All right, y'all. We in a time crunch, so we got to hop to it. Jabisa, what's on deck? All right. We've got a number of things we're going to talk about. Lindsey Graham, crazy. Um, the Emmys, woohoo, black people won. Um, yeah. Ruby King, fight the power, women's power. Um, cancer and healthcare, a little sad. Um, oh gosh, this awful thing, $150,000 this young girl had to pay her rapist for restitution. Um, yeah. and she knocked him off. And then, um, uh, rest in peace, David, comedian David Arnold. So we're gonna. Okay. Get to those things right, right away. So we're going to start off with Lindsay. Start with Psycho Lindsay, who introduced a, a federal abortion ban um, 15 weeks um, in in the Senate this week, and not you know not sure why he he's doing that. He's really running off the rails. Um, all of the surveys that they do, all the polls that they take, show that Americans favor like overwhelmingly a woman's right to choose and so i don't know if Lindsay's trying to really tank the midterms for his party or what but i hear republicans are divided on it some of them are trying to have even started to scale back their you know they were way gung-ho about you know roe v way being overturned now they're changing their little um, campaign websites they're, they're scrubbing they're scrubbing those statements that's yeah, taking them off like they never said it but you know anything that you put online is there forever so you can you can fi- find it but i'm not sure what's going on with lindsey graham he was um threatened he did the threat a couple of weeks ago about if 45 is indicted that it's going to be riots in the streets and now he's doing this i don't know he is i remember years ago and he thought with before he went crazy when he called 45 a kook, I think he has took on that kookdom. He's just as yeah. kooky as he wants to be. And and it's, it's really kind of sad because we've got somebody who's in office. And and he knows better. He's been in for a very long time. He knows better. He's a senior citizen. He's not one of these young ones fly by night yeah. just getting in the game. He's been in it a long time. So it, it makes no sense. But it's an embarrassment to... First of all, for the state, because he represents the state that we live in. Yeah. And two, it should be an embarrassment to himself as, as not even a, a, a grown man, an old man. And Lizzie, the, he pushing 70, isn't he? There, there's, a, there's a different mentality that's happening right now with white men. There was um, the, the um, back and forth between the, the um, there was a committee mm-hmm. and they were talking about energy. And so this, I don't remember front and just a reminder of how much work and dedication um teachers put into the students and how yeah. they really sincerely care you know i haven't i've worked at three schools i've been grateful for every school that i worked at and every school that i worked at tracy mm-hmm. the teachers went there every day and their goal and desire was for those children to be successful that that's right. that's what they worked toward. you know that's nobody right. went in the classroom talking about I don't, you know i don't care Everybody went in there trying to do what they could for these kids to be successful. And, yes. and I think that's something that people don't really recognize about teachers. They don't. Um, 
and you know, and and they, and they didn't birth these children. They didn't. <laughs> I know, and you know, because for me, that's the not the hard thing, but like, I I don't know. I I just admire anybody who can love on other people's children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can do it like for people I know, but just like not random kids. But I don't know. Maybe if I was a teacher, I could. But just as a general rule, you know what? Let me stop talking. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Women King is out. Yes. Now we haven't. Well, I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. You know what? I can't watch it. I I can read it. You know, I can read a movie um, yeah. because there's some violence in there. Uh, yeah. Um, I've seen the previews. I've listened to them talk about how much work they had to put in to get in shape. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm excited for the for the movie. Um, I was just telling you what, before we came on that Carrie Washington and her husband, I love how she said that bought tickets in four theaters mm. for people to go watch the movie. Good. Now, did they, were the, were they producers? Were they involved in it anywhere? Or they just did that to support. I, I get the impression they just did that to support. I wow. don't, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at who's the executive producers, if they were involved in, in that shape, form or fashion, uh-huh. but, um, just this opportunity for everybody who wants to see it because yeah. going to the movies is expensive. It's very expensive. Going to the movies is expensive. And you, I mean, you ain't got no popcorn. If you no. go in there, just, just the, the tickets alone now are, you know, just between two people cheap. between 20 and $30. No, yes. That's without a morsel of food. No. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got soda or popcorn. You just in the theater. Yeah, so are, do you plan on going to see it? Because I, I want to go see it. My sister's going tomorrow, but I want to see it too. It's about um, uh, uh, fee, all female warrior unit in a in a West African kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I think Viola Davis is the star, the mm-hmm. the lead uh, teacher trainer wow. yep. of these women. Now, was it you that told me that you didn't want to see because you just know how the outcome's going to be? because <laughs> it was white men in slavery <laughs> Not yeah because <laughs> yeah. I said it was set between the 17th and 19th century yeah but they're not going to win good fight uh, yes it is I know so, yeah so I so just you know you you know history clearly they didn't <laughs> they did win but you can't you just be happy like just that it, it it they were successful from the 17th to the 19th century I am thrilled that this story is being told yes the me story too ending and i can't i don't want i don't want the ending i just want the beginning and i don't want, want the ending okay well look we'll back then that's what so you can tell I, i'm gonna try to catch it you tell me you can tell me the whole thing and i'll be more than satisfied okay <laughs> deal okay so um now we're gonna you ready next yeah, one is cancer and health care yes and there was this is several months ago there was an article about um, cancer, particularly in black women. And, um, and I wanted to talk about this as well. Cause I, I just re- recently went to the doctor. I know TMI, I told you too much information, but I did. No, um, not, that's not too much TMI. TMI, but I went to the doctor, but one of the things that came up was we were talking about cancer. So I, I Googled cancer and, um, actually I Googled cancer in black women. And I promise mm. you when I Googled cancer in black women, the first thing that came up was a headline, black women died from breast cancer more than any other <laughs> i was like holy yeah. crap well that's true about everything in any disease or condition yeah but we're we're, we're number we we bought we but the reason that this happens is that um 
it was some really sober news, but black women are more likely to die from most cancers. They live the shortest amount of time after the cancers have been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the article, you know, they, they, they give you the reason why. And so they simply say inadequate health care. But I think in addition to inadequate health care, Tracy, yes. you have the lack of black doctors. Yes. You have dismissive white doctors. I watched a little video. She says she makes it into a square, daddy, a square. <laughs> and so he wrapped her little head. And she's like, yes, daddy, that's how mommy does it. That's <laughs> that is so cute. And like from uh, bragging on my husband who would try to do his daughter's hair. And then uh, when Madison was dancing, he was in charge of costuming, sit there, have a picture of him with his little um, reading glasses on, sewing her ballet <laughs> shoes. So. Yeah, let me let me say this. My husband never did hair, but he <laughs> always had the beautician's number handy yeah. dancing. So, yeah. But still, well, however they do it, that that's his way of showing love. Like, I can't do the hair, but I'm going to make sure it get done. It, that, there we go. There we go. And, and yeah. my husband has, my, my oldest was talking about, she says, my love language is gifts because, because her daddy would always buy her gifts. And that's exactly then, then he did his job right. That's what I told my husband. I said, I want my girls when they, you know, they are grown now, but when they get into relationships and, and stuff to remember how their dad treated them yeah. and to accept no less from anybody else. Yeah. Yep. I want, Whoever it is that they're with is like, I just can't stand her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then my youngest on her phone for her father, she calls it my protector. I was like, I, I don't I don't remember. I think mine was like birth something or nothing. I didn't like what she called me, but she, for her dad, it says my protector. I was my like, protector. oh, well, that's yeah, kind of sweet. Sweet. That is. Sweet. sweet. That is, because that's what he is. He is. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna oh. Wrap Go ahead it up. And bring it on home. Okay, so um, you ready for the quote? Um, no, we're gonna do the business and then the quote. Oh, okay. All right. So our business is um, it's the local um, restaurants here in Columbia, South Carolina. So if you happen to be in Columbia, South Carolina, we are the capital of South Carolina, not Charleston. I feel like we have to say that out loud. Um, <laughs> there is Esther Soul Food Kitchen, which is um, out in what they call Sand Hills, and I dined there. And now let me preface this i'm not a huge soul food diner because i can cook everything that they cook so so but i had whatever i had i think i had a philly cheese steak which was actually with chicken it was really good mm-hmm. and then there is um here on um our side of town off of ghana's ghana's ferry it is seafood and more and i think it's a mother and daughter um that run this restaurant in the the seafood is absolutely fabulous. They have this lemony um, dipping sauce, I guess. Not they, I mean, they have tartar sauce, but I ended up, some, I don't know how I got this lemony sauce, but I absolutely love it on my fried shrimp. And Danielle mm-hmm. will order their poor boy, po' boy, po' boy sandwiches. She absolutely loves it. So if you're in Columbia, South Carolina, look up Esther's Soul Food Kitchen or Seafood and more. And now for our quote. Okay, so today's quote is, we must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. And that's um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, you know, you got to say it again. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. And with that, until next time, y'all. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye.